help of Hashem, we are learning the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, Chelek Arachayim, we are starting Simen Kuf Tzadik Tes, Almi Mizamnin, Almi Einon Mizamnin, who may be included in a Zimon, and who may not be included, beginning with Seif Aleph. Says the Alter Rebbe, Hashamash, Hashamash is a waiter, someone who is attending those who are sitting and eating. Sha'ach al Kezayis, that he ate a Kezayis of bread, or actually, as we learned above, of food, right? Mizamnin Allah, he may be included in the Zimun. And what's the Chiddush over here? The waiter normally is not sitting down at the table. Even though he did not sit down and establish his meal with them. He's standing and waiting upon them. Any whatever he ate, he only ate standing. And not only is he not sitting, but more than that, he's going, he's coming, he's not even there the whole time. Therefore, you can't say that he has a fixed seating with them at all. Nevertheless, as we began, he will combine to form the Zimun. Why? That's important. Since this is the manner in which a waiter, someone who's attending others, eats. They don't sit down. They not only not sit down, they walk from here to another table, to yet another table. So therefore, since this is the way he eats, zu he kiviyusai, this is the manner which he does include himself in this fixed meal. Masha'enkin be'ishachar, unlike in contrast to any other person, as we learned in Simon Kuf Tzadigimel. This is so important. Let's not forget, Chavre, that in the times of Chazal, kiviyusai was when you sat down and reclined on the ground. But then... As it said, we, we spoke out, Rishonim say, the Altareba Paskins, in, 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 the, in, so to say, in the Western world, where people sit around the table, Kivius is not when you recline on the ground. Because that's the way people eat now, sitting around the table. Waiters eat while they're working, while they're waiting, standing, walking back and forth. So that is the derech of the Kivius of the waiter. Seiv Beis, continues the Altareba, Kuti, Ah. So we have... The, uh, the, throughout Chazal, the question mark on this nation called the Kutim, or the individual Kuti. Now Sanchev, he was the one that actually conquered the world, and he moved the majority of a nation, of its population, to another location. He wanted to make sure that he'll hold on to his reign, even though he conquered other people's lands, by creating internal strife, and that is done by expelling, let's say, 80% of the natives, and replacing them with foreigners, keeping 20% of natives, so they are in the minority, but they feel like they're the Malabatim, and you know, conquer and divide, and that created enough local tumult, and he then was the big uh, helper, and he held on to his rule by doing so, and tragically, he did the same thing in Eretz Yisrael that he was the one that exiled the 10 tribes, the 10 of the 12 tribes, even though we know from the Gemara that they returned, not all of them, but people erroneously think that they never returned, they did return towards the end of Zman Bayes Rishon, which is why the Count of Yovel returned, but be that as it may, the nation that he brought in to Eretz Yisrael, or some of the groups of people that he brought into Eretz Yisrael, came from a country called Kuti, and their nation was called the Kutim, or in singular, the Kuti. 
Now initially they they continued their pagan practices, but when this very unusual phenomena of wild animals, which by nature keep away from large cities, entered their cities, lions entered and began to eat people. So they interpreted that this phenomena as the god of the land is angry because they did not assume the religion of the land. And they converted. And there's a question whether their conversion is considered a valid conversion because they did not do it l'shem shamayim. It's not that they really accepted the truth, but they did it out of fear of lions. And even during the times that, or according to the opinions in Chazal, that they are considered Jews nonetheless, after a while we began to notice that they never really gave up some of their practices and actually they never gave up their worship of idols. And at a certain point, we all consider the Kutim as non-Jews. So let's go now in Seif Beis. Kuti bizman unlike in the times of Chazal, that at least many opinions held that they have a din of a Yid, even though that they did not respect Lifnei Iver, Loisit, and Michshel, so there were certain issues we had with them, but they were still considered Jews. Nowadays, they're not considered Jews. And therefore, Einam et Stadaf Lezimun, they may not be included in a Zimun. And even if this Kuti happens to be a Chavar, which means that he, as an individual, is very meticulous in the keepings of the mitzvahs, so what? Because we already took a vote and we established that all of the Kutim are considered like non-Jews and this is in contrast, says the Alter Rebbe, to the group known as the Tzedukim who rejected the oral Torah. Now ultimately, the Tzedukim gave birth to Christianity. But if you have a person that is biologically comes from a Jewish mother, even though he subscribes to this um, sheker of the tzedukim, he is considered a yid. If that individual is observant, and as we'll see later, that theoretically people that are not observant should not be included in the zimun at all. So a tzeduki is a yid. But Yisrolhu. And a kuti is no longer considered a member of the Jewish people to be continued.